position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number. Oh, God, what? 340. Three of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this Friday, the 21st of May, 2021. Crack Engineer, wow, Ivor Molina over there in the booth. Yes, he has the nipple rings and the chains and the frenulum piercing on his zombie fucking ass. You're fired! Just like I ordered. Ivor, beat yourself. Beat yourself in the face with fucking 80 grit sandpaper. Until you die. He is holding up the whiskey sign. Ivor has a lot of shit to answer for this week. Actually, it's not even Ivor's fault. But we choose to blame Ivor. Because we, just like going, just in the same way that like when you're really depressed, going to a strip club replaces the depression with a smaller, more easier to manage, kind of more visceral kind of depression that like takes your mind out the real depression. That's why we fire Ivor, and Ivor, you are fucking fired! He is holding up the whiskey sign, and that is a good idea! So, well, cheers. (laughs) 
That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends, uh, 2021-05-21, uh, at, uh, 9, uh, 2109, actually, PM, left coast, coast the most, here on Music Through the Night, with being your host, Scoogie Sprite. Up next, we'll have music from the hearts of Ivor Molina's butthole! Ah, sorry, mmm, excuse me, mmm. So let's get straight to our top stories. One, uh, thanks to everyone who asked about my teeth last week. They did fall out. They fell out on, uh, Monday. <laughs> I know, I was, like, surprisingly prescient. Just doing my push-ups, and out exploded my teeth! And I was like, ah! Uh, luckily I got in on Tuesday, and they fixed them, and then on Thursday... Oh, uh, no. Wednesday, late Wednesday night, early Thursday morning, they fell out again. But the cool thing is, they pulled, evidently, when they put this temporary in, originally, a part of the cement, which is like basically what the fucking temporary is made out of anyway. It's, you know, it's some fucking. It's not like it's 3D printed because it's stronger than that, but it's nowhere near as strong as the porcelain they're going to put in. But, uh, part of that cement, or it could have been actually part of the partial, part of the temporary, broke off on the tooth where they mounted it, and it broke off and it went right into the gum line, and, because it's been a month, I have another month to go before I get the the finished uh, implant installed but uh, that little bit of fake tooth went up into the gum line and this is why I kept saying that my teeth were leaking because they were leaking pus ulcerous pus painful ulcerous pus the pus itself isn't painful it's the injury but anyway so I asked them to take a look at that I didn't know we didn't I didn't know that at that point that you know something had broken off but so it had been a month that this this little bit of tooth fake tooth had been driven further and further and further and further up into my gum line until it split into two pieces and then those got driven further and further and further and further up into my gum line until, like, they were at, like, the bone. They were cutting the bone. And they pulled those out and they glued the thing back in and then it fell out again. But it's... I got Dentemp. I've secured it temporarily. Uh, so, teeth are fine. And they feel so much better it is crazy how much better it feels without having a fucking two parts of broken teeth shoved into your gums for a month way better to not have that happen so uh, our top stories this week we don't really have a show for you this week because for reasons I'll explain in a moment but we do have some top stories for you first off uh, the highly anticipated uh, post-apocalyptic uh, craft, craft them up action, survival them up, survive them up, 
Serve them up. Ah, zombies. Plague survival. End of the world. Mad Max on a motorcycle. Fucking meets zombie Minecraft. Meets multiplayer. Meets sandbox. Uh, days gone. Mm. Currently runs great on Linux at a blazingly fast, and I shit you not, four frames per second. Which is also known as completely unplayable. Um, that sucks. But I got the, I have to, I have this profound feeling that it's got to be an easy fix. Somewhere in either on their end or on, maybe there's a, I haven't checked today if there's a, uh, if Glorious Egg Roll has dropped a new GE for, uh, new fork of his Proton release, but for reasons that will become eminently apparent and reasonable in mere moments. Um, so yeah, don't get days gone right this second. I got it. I'm not returning it because I'm checking because I really want to play this game. Let's take a look at the... Pro- um, by the way, I bring this to our next item. Proton DB now is really really beginning to make me angry because they are preferring to not post arbitrarily on their own decision to not post reports from people if they feel that they're duplicates of other people's posts. So, for instance, my my report on Days Gone, which was like 36 hours ago, would be newer, and there would be more reports, and that's what you want, is newer and more reports, even though my report was only the four frames per second is real, and then included my system information and etc. That is valuable information that they are not posting. They're, they're, they're refusing to publish that submission, and that's bad. It's bad on a lot of levels because it, it it makes it look like less people are actually reporting, which makes less people want to actually report. Um, and it doesn't accurately accurately reflect which games are more important to the overall community, which is one of the nice things about ProtonDB in the past was that you could use it for that. Like, you could use it you you could tell that like a game was really important if on like a uh, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, or whatever uh, the one where you play as uh, oh god oh god I can't remember anything about that game I can't rem- Cal was it Cal I don't know but you had you had the other DB, BB robot that was amazing and stole the show for me. Anyway, like, when that game first came out, within, like, 10 hours, there were 36 different fucking Proton DB reports of all the different ways in which it was fucked. My Proton DB report would be more recent than any of the one, even though the most recent ones from two days ago. Mine would have been from, like, 
10 hours plus yesterday. Um, and the fact that they're not posting it really pisses me off. And it, that's the other problem with this is that it makes people not want to post. And unless you have a surf feat, unless you have a fucking unbelievable wealth of uh, people posting so constantly that that uh, you don't even want any more people to post anything, this is not the way to run this website. Um, and I've had some problems with them now over the past. I've had my I've had my disagreements with a lot of things that they've done. Over, not a lot, a few crucial things. This is really irritating because it makes me never want to post again. And of course, I will continue to post again. I will. You know, I wonder how I got these scars. I see you standing over the grave of another dead president. What do you see at night when the demons come? But yeah, no, I'm gonna hit them up on their Discord and share these feelings with them and actually share this episode with them, obviously. Um, cause it's not good to to make you know, I there are people who've posted more reports than I have. I've posted a lot of fucking reports. Um I'm I would say I am well above the mean in terms of the number of reports I've posted and uh you know not any way to disincentivize people from posting is a stupid thing. Um I understand that like you know they do a manual review process but like there was nothing controversial in my you know what I'm saying? Like there was, it wasn't like I was saying that aliens were conducting shit on my dental work, and that's what made it. Di- no, I was like, yeah, no, everyone's right. It doesn't fucking work. And mine, my post reflected my unique system information, which is another fucking thing I use Proton DB for, not just for the latest and greatest games, but for older games that might be on sale, I check the ProtonDB reports, and I scroll down, and I look for people who have similar... Wow, try saying that as your teeth are falling out. I look for users with similar system statistics as myself. I look for the same architecture, I look for the same uh, operating system, uh, you know, same distribution, I mean, uh, the same... uh, uh, GPU because that's honestly, it's one of the ways that years later I find out that a game suddenly works again or doesn't work anymore again um, and so it's a massive disservice to just not have this simple fucking report that I, I posted not be published it's not an ego thing for me, by the way. Um, I, I, was, I used to be a real journalist. And I told uh, the chick at the, uh, at the dentist who, who for the 50th time, and I already gave them a Yelp review that was great. Um, she's like, and, and please could you post a Yelp review? Everyone there is still wearing masks because they're all two weeks behind me in terms of vaccination. That's the, our other top story. But, uh, I was like, 
So I, I got confused as to who I was talking to, and I thought one person was this other person, but it was a totally new person because it was same height, same build, same hair color, same eye color, same everything. It looked almost identical in a mask. And I yelled at this chick. I didn't like yell at her, yell at her, but I was like, "Look, lady, I keep telling you every. You might think it's cute to keep telling me every time that I have to do. I've already given you guys a Yelp review. I'm a fucking professional journalist." last time I did this shit I got paid 25 cents a word I gave you 700 for free so get off my ass it's not an ego thing I don't give a fuck about that it's a community thing it's bad that they didn't just fucking publish this report cause like anytime it may you know and it has nothing to do with me has nothing to do with this show has nothing to do with you know blah it's a community thing because, you know, I want people to fucking post to ProtonDB, and when you make someone as hardcore a supporter as myself not want to post more onto ProtonDB, that means you're doing something really bad. That means that, like, your average user will never give a fuck again about posting anything to ProtonDB. And, uh, yeah. ProtonDB, like, you guys gotta... You gotta keep your eyes on the prize and the more the merrier unless you know like it's all jacked up information or whatever you know you want to weed out that cruft but uh you know I was like yeah four, you know four, frame, four frames per second that's what Days Gone runs as right now so that sucks that was a big disappointment um in great news though Valheim fan favorite Valheim uh oh yeah by the way uh in terms of days gone why why am I so interested in this game here are the tags for days gone on ProtonDB's page which just you know pulls the tags from the Steam database based on the app ID number action action adventure adventure alright so already I'm like Okay, yeah, I really want to play this game. Cinematic. Oh, yeah, okay. Crafting, gore, horror, motorbike, multiplayer, open world, open world survival craft, post-apocalyptic, single-player, story-rich, survival, survival horror, third-person, third-person shooter, violent zombies. I, yes, I am, I am actively waiting for this to be fixed. But anyway, so that's, that's, you know, blah. But anyway, one of my personal favorite games of the year so far, and a massive success story. Five guys, development team of five guys, have sold five guys behind Valheim. Valheim, the Viking open world multiplayer, single player survival craft em up, Viking explorathon of very difficult. The game is almost impossible to play single player. I beat Bone Mass like a month ago, and I've been in the silver. Uh, uh, Silver Age for ever since, and I'm getting ready to. I'm just getting ready. I just have enough stuff to, I think, begin escaping the Silver Age. But I've played a lot of Alan. Let's see how, how many hours. 299 hours of Alan. Because I play alone. And I, you know, I, I do my multiple world thing, which is kind of a cheat, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, but Valheim this week, Kotaku, uh, 
thanks go out to uh, friend of the show Jeff Jeffy Wise who uh, hit me up with a uh, Kotaku article from like yesterday uh, Valheim is about to hit 7 million copies sold so I'm not going to do the math the hardcore math we're going to just do like the base steam uh, commission for sales which is 30% I think uh, I can't remember who told me that but it, uh, with someone, so okay, let's 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 do the math. Let's say it's seven million, okay, and it's twenty bucks a game. Uh, so that would be fourteen million. Wait. Oh Christ! Just calculate. How many zeros would that be? Twenty times seven. Alexa, what's uh seven million times twenty? One hundred forty. 7 million times 20 is 140 million. Holy shit. Uh, 140 million. 140 million dollars gross. Five guys made this game. Alexa, what's 30% of 140 million? 30% of 140 million is 42 million. Mm hmm. So. Cheers, everyone, including Ivor. I love it when the good guys win. 140 million, 42 million of which goes to Steam. And it's not even that much because Steam has a sliding scale where after you sell like 2 million units or something like that, their commission drops to like 15 or 20%. I can't remember. But 30% is what they start everyone off at. Everyone else. So $140 million gross minus $42 million in terms of commission for uh, Steam. That would be similar to, you know, the warehousing and distribution and uh, whatever wholesaling relationships need to be made in the publishing industry, like the the book publishing industry uh, back in the day. So that is $98 million net for five developers who can now you know I I probably would retire until I came up with a new game of my own because I could hire my own fucking development team with that kind of walk away money Alexa what's 98 million divided by five (laughs) 98 million divided by five is 19.6 million 20 million dollars a person (laughs) <laughs> and it runs great on Linux. Tw- this game came out fucking <laughs> three months ago, and now <laughs> the good guys win. Good guys win. So that's that's great and encouraging news. And they keep updating the game. I I haven't been able to play it too much. In fact, I have not been able to play almost any games this week. As we will discussing our feature. This will be a short episode, too, because, you know, it's not... It's not the most gamified episode of the show. But, um... I love it when the good guys win. Seven million units. That's just phenomenal. And I I don't know... Actually, I'm not sure if those are all via Steam or if the game... I don't know. But seven million units, we'll... Let's, let's knock it down. Let's just... Let's Let's cut it in half. $10 million net. 
So figure 8 million, figure 7 million net after taxes for each individual. I don't know what the taxes are like in Sweden, but you know, say they're 30, 40% or whatever on individual income or whatever. Alexa, what's 45% of $19 million? 45% of 19 million US dollars is 8,550,000 US dollars. 8.5. So that leaves 11 fucking million, 10 million, 10 million per, something like that. That's walk away money. That is just, you know, (laughs) turn off the lights, call the cops. It's walk away money time. Pull him off the table. Oh, that is just, and that's magnificent. And especially to see um, a game that I like so much that I have loved so well. Although it has its problems. Um, like it's fucking hard for single single players. It's hard. It's dick rock hard. Also, finally in our top stories, before we get to our feature, which is called How NVIDIA 465 killed my fucking computer and why you should not <laughs> fucking install it. If you're running mint, at least, if you're running mint and multiple monitors. Um Our final story is Go get your fucking shot, America. Get your fucking shot. Take the shot, put it in your fucking arms. It's 0.5 milliliters milliliters that have totally changed the world. Unbelievable. I saw tonight on the 11th hour with Brian Williams on MSNBC tonight. So this is like 30 minutes ago. The end of the show, they showed a map of the United States from January. So that's not, that's not ancient history. That's like fucking, it's five months ago. Whole country is like red. Then they showed what the map that the CDC published uh, yet uh, two days ago. There's some orange bits in major population centers. But other than that, the whole thing is like completely clear. Get your fucking shots. It's not gonna kill you. It's you're gonna love it. it might make you sick. It made friend of the show Joe Jokimon Kennel. In fact, it made me my first shot. Um, made me like it was like someone broke open my face and let all the snot run free for like fucking thirty hours. It took a day and a half ish, but it was like a it was like bad cold. It's like a, just a bad snotty cold for me. Um, my second shot, absolutely no side effects. Jokimon just got his second shot. He had the Pfizer vaccine. I got the Moderna. Um, whatever they give you, just take it. Trust me. I wanted the J&J. Cause like, one and done, bitches. But, uh, they, uh, Jokimon said that his second shot actually put him down like he's just he got it yesterday uh early morning like six o'clock in the morning and he he you know told work that he was not going in that day um ahead of time and he said it hit him like a ton of bricks and he just went to sleep for like fucking 20 hours and uh now he feels 
more or less completely fine. He will feel fine by tomorrow. Um, it's not a big deal. And it's so effective. And especially now that the CDC has dropped the fucking max mask requirement, and I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's a simple thing. What that means is go get your shot and go to the bar, which is what I didn't get the shot this week. I got the shot. I, I was fully vaccinated with the second waiting period as of the 10th of this month. Which meant that this week I went to the fucking bar without a mask on. And it's a glorious thing to be the pirate king for reals. Get your fucking shot. Like, and I don't have to worry about anyone in my uh, personal circles or whatever. Like, no one's Im- immunocompromised or whatever. And everyone I know is vaccinated because I basically only know my mother at this point who lives in this town. Still fucking depressing. I, I got a couple other friends, but you know, that's like it. Um, But my mom's fucking old, but she's fully vaccinated. So now I don't have to fucking worry about anybody, and I have done my... I paid... My attitude is this. Anyone who wants to say, you know, I'll CDC mask thing causing confusion, fuck you! It is a simple message. Go get vaccinated, and you can take off your fucking mask! You know, if you're in a doctor's office, though, you know, put on a mask, you know, because like those people are, I have to go to a doctor um, this weekend for other things that I'm not going to talk about here. Um, but I'm, you know, I'll be wearing a mask for that because, you know, that's, you know, but I go to the bar. No, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. And, and it, there's a big sign now on the bar that says if you are completely vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. And like I said, I've been two weeks earlier than most people out here were eligible in Vegas have been eligible. So everyone else has to wear a mask. Like, you know, the people behind the bar and stuff. Um, ne- by next week, they'll all have their second shots and then two more weeks. or m- Maybe they all have their second shots right now, but they're... It's still matriculating through their system or whatever the fuck. Uh, they're still in that percolation... Uh, phase till they ramp up to maximum immunity then they will have no masks it's gonna be great it's gonna be just like it used to be and trust me there's one one place in this country that you can look to as the bellwether for how how we should be responding to something and that's Las Vegas because we want your fucking money we want all of it come to us bring us all of your fucking money though in fact if you can just send us your fucking all your fucking money um so this is like back to normal I wish that we had a a thing like the clear card that I I engineered about six weeks ago, but we don't. Uh, you know, universal QR code based credit card thing that you could... Uh, anyway. We don't need to go back into that. We don't have that, so it's on your honor, but the cool thing about it being on your honor is I come home, I live alone. 
I see one other person per week, my mom, who is fully vaccinated, even though she's, you know, a high risk group or whatever, she's fully vaccinated. It's 95% effective. Bill Maher got COVID and he was completely vaccinated. That's what they call a breakthrough case. Because um, it's only 95%, you know, depending on which, you know, Pfizer, Moderna, or uh, J&J. But it's 100% effective at you not getting sick enough to have to go to the hospital. And it's 100% effective against you not dying of COVID. And it makes you they say they, the, the, the studies that they have done so far, they're not completed, but they say that it makes you, if you're vaccinated you are not a transmitter anymore, it greatly reduces your ability to transmit the virus but I paid my fucking dues is my attitude, I've been locked in this goddamn house literally more hardcore than anyone else on the fucking face of the as hardcore as the most hardcore of anyone else on the face of the fucking planet who hasn't been like, you know, David Branson or whatever, living in a fucking volcano or whatever. Anytime I've gone out, I've worn a mask. I've been unbelievably responsible. I got COVID twice because I bite my nails. Um, and I'm almost 100% positive that I've never because tra- that was always my big worry because you don't want to transmit it to somebody else. Now, I don't give a fuck because you should have been vaccinated. You, this, this, and I love all, I love seeing all the, uh, like right now, Mariners games. If you go to a Mariners game and you haven't had your first shot yet, uh, the game is free. If you get stuck right there, they have a fucking vaccination booth right there. And fucking, they stick you, put a mask on you, and you, free game. <laughs> that's awesome uh, tonight in Las Vegas Larry Flint's Hustler Club or whatever is offering free vaccinations on stage by strippers who I think might be nurses but it doesn't matter it's just a fucking shot it's like 5 milliliters of fluid that have that have changed the world so go get your fucking shot um, and especially like now that it's down to a 12 year old, get your kids to get the shot. Take your kids, get the shot. You know, like don't. <laughs> you know, we have this summer period here, and I think we're going to get up to like maybe easily 75% in the next month. Because I think that one of the things that's happening is there's been a lag. Everyone's talking about like, oh, vaccine vaccinations are slowing down in the United States. I don't really see that. Like, if you get the Moderna shot, it takes six fucking weeks. So you get the Moderna shot, let's say, yesterday. It takes a month and a half from now with a second shot in the middle. You have to wait three weeks for the Moderna. Then you get your second shot. Then you have to wait two weeks. So it's five fucking weeks. The month in a week you know, so 60% of American adults have one shot in them it's it's a fucking miracle it didn't have to be this way but it's a fucking miracle and you should, you'd be foolish oh, that's the other thing that I wanted to say I've been, I don't know if I've fully gone into this, but 
related to Best Links Games Podcast. These mRNA vaccines, this miracle vaccine, these miracle vaccines, whether or not we need a booster eventually, which might happen, in fact, I, I you know, it seems very logical that it would happen. Um, but that's not that big of a deal. Why? Because at the core of these miracle vaccines, these mRNA vaccines, guess what enabled them? Guess what made this possible? If you want to say the FOSS, baby, then you're right, motherfucker! Every Linux user says you're welcome to everyone who is grateful for having been vaccinated. CRISPR-Cas is fucking... <laughs> it's, it's Linux-based technology. The, the shit that has, has allowed these, these scientists to recognize the spike protein and etc. on a DNA level. It's CRISPR-Cas. And they just copy and paste and they you know, blah, and they come up with a vaccine. <laughs> so it's reprogrammable. Um, that's not all of the vaccines, but the, the mRNA vaccines. I can't remember if Moderna is an mRNA vaccine or not, but it it's the most effective. That's what they say. I, it doesn't matter. Don't fucking worry about which vaccine you're gonna get. Although if you get if you get a choice, I would say go for the J and J because like one and done. Because J and J is like three weeks, or two weeks you know, you you walk in they stick you, and then two weeks later you're done two weeks later you can take off your fucking mask now, the rest of the world, we gotta start vaccinating the rest of the fucking world now but uh, yeah every Linux user says, you're welcome for uh, Christopher Cash that's free and open source, hmm or it has its origins in free and open source thing. But anyway. So, finally in our top stories, and we'll get to our feature, which is only like 10 minutes long. NVIDIA 465. And how it killed my computer this week. Ivor, based him with it. Get your fucking shot, 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 it's Bolivians. Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. So we've been proceeding in a very crippled way this week by virtue of the fact that like, on Tuesday, in my I run Linux Mint. 20 whatever Yuliania 20.1 Yuliania whatever um in my Linux Mint updater thing my little shield icon in my my multi-monitor systems little program bar showed that it had an update waiting for me and so I clicked on it because that's stuff that's been vetted by Sensibly by Linux, man. And it said that it had a new graphics driver for me, NVIDIA 465. And so I installed it. 
I don't know how they let this into the Mint updater. Because after I rebooted, I could no longer log in. And I've been around Mint long enough now. It's I think this is like my eighth year of Mint. And it's better than ever. Um... I was quite surprised because this was this wasn't like any of the login loops that I had seen and dealt with back in the earlier buggier days this threw out a weird fucking ATA warning it's the ATA 10 which I think means my my 10th SATA drive I do have nine SATA drives, but none of ten. Um, I did notice that when I, uh, when I did this upgrade that, like, I didn't actually watch the, uh, line-by-line in the, the fake terminal that they, they can show you if you want to watch the details, but it did take a lot longer. So I reboot, and I can't log in. In fact, it throws this weird ATA warning. ATA 10 is taking too long to respond or whatever. Um, various permutations of that which I assumed was a drive failure because then it would bounce me to, it would go to the login in the terminal in full screen terminal across all three monitors and then it would, normally right then is when it takes me to like the, you know, boots up the GUI and starts like DM or whatever and brings up the X environment uh, for me to log in at a graphical prompt and it would not. And this was deceptive because everything that I could figure out, everything I could, I could deduce, and I spent 30 hours without sleep working on this because my computer would no longer boot. And so, you know, I'm doing everything that I know. I'm writing down every fucking thing that I know. It wasn't until yesterday morning that my smart control um, checks and my FSIC checks on a live drive all went through. But that first night, um, eventually what I ended up doing was reinstalling. Uh, Luckily, I have, you know, my home. I, I got a ZFS array and then I have my home on a separate spinning rust drive and then I have my operating system on a separate spinning rust drive um so I could I could just reinstall it but it's still that was like 20 hours in when I finally relented now why here's the here's the big question mm. For that, that you know, if you're new to Linux or whatever, you might not know the exact answer to it. And I'm going to tell you the exact answer to it. Why do you want to have a separate home partition for exactly this use case? Now, when I reinstalled Mint, that was not quite as apocalyptic for me. Because, oh, and by the way, I verified that the drive it the problems are not with the drives. The problem wasn't with my UEFI, wasn't with my EFI, wasn't with my boot partition, wasn't with... The closest thing that I found to any problem was a dirty bit on a drive that 
I didn't even know I had plugged in to this computer that, you know, totally didn't matter, was not involved at all. It was all the graphics drivers. So I had to reinstall because I could not get to the um, the uh, rescue, not rescue mode. Yeah, whatever. The I think they call it rescue mode. Where like you get to, you can make it run F sick or whatever, which it never does because it's so fucked up. It's like the drive is mounted. It's like no, the drive is not mounted. You know. So you anyway. Just it only makes sense to just drop to the command prompt, and it would not let me do that. <laughs> which is crazy. So what I am thinking is that 465 with Mint somehow got around, like actually got into the kernel. Because I'm, I'm thinking that it did not it was not a traditional DKMS process because I, there's no way I could get back into my original system um, with all my multiple monitors support it. So I had to reinstall. And what does that mean? Well, it meant I didn't really lose anything. I did write a backup utility for this, but I couldn't get in to run my backup utility, which actually pulls out all the stuff from my uh, Ver, H- uh, verww.html. You know, all my Drupal development environment shit, all my cron jobs, but all that stuff, with the exception of the exact things that are in that um, in that system directory www.html um, more or less exist in my home directory so it's really just replacing your software stack at that point which is not fun every tweak everything that you've made to you know from Blender, Unity um, Make Human uh Chrome, Chromium, Google Chromium, uh, OBS, Plex, uh, and my entire development environment for the Drupal project that I was working on was lost, including all of everything that was in there. And I should have, that was an oversight on my part. But if I could have run my backup program, it would have worked. It would have been totally fine. Anyway, I'm back up and running now. I have everything that I need, more or less, for Audacity. Audacity, you know, the whole every every program that was installed on my computer is gone. Um, luckily, there's not much that. Well, I don't know. Sublime Text is a big pain in the ass, and they actually, for the first time ever, charged me to use my license again. It's been eight years since I first. I thought it was a lifetime license, but no. <coughs> they made me pay seventy bucks to upgrade it or whatever I don't understand that especially considering that two days ago I did the same thing but the one thing that I know breaks this computer is NVIDIA 465 so if you are running Mint 20.1 Uliana and you have multiple fucking displays do not install 465 if it comes up in your updater Uh, my VPN is gone all this shit has to be redeployed and reconfigured. Uh, of the biggest pains in the ass are Plex and uh, Plex, Audacity, the plugins for Audacity, and then getting uh, OBS OBS back via Snap 
not via the actual package management, not via apt. Um, but I'm back up and running, and all of the settings for those applications are still there. Like, they just load up like it's normal because those are all in your home directory. And this is why you want to have a separate home partition. Because anything goes super sideways with, you know, your actual operating system. Bam. And guess what? All of my drives are fine. Everything is fine. Smart. It, they passed all smart tests. Um, I haven't run. I wanted to do this week's episode of this show before I started running um, uh, a, Z, a ZFS uh, scrub on my array for my ZFS, but I had to reinstall ZFS. You know, all of this stuff is like one, you know, one word on a, an endlessly long command line, you know, sudo apt install, you know, fucking uh, ZFS utils, uh, Blender, fucking Chromium browser, and then there's a lot of stuff that, like, like uh, Discord that I had to actually go and actually get the Debian, the .deb file for fresh from, you know, blah, 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 blah. But it's not the end of the world. The biggest thing that is fucked right now are my fonts because I think that when I reinstalled, it didn't that would erase my link that I put to my font, because I keep a separate fonts library on my home directory in my home drive, you know, my home my user home on that separate drive, and you don't have to have separate drives, you just need to have separate partitions um, because then if something goes wrong, you can just fucking reinstall the goddamn operating system and then you'll have to reinstall your software stack, but I do have this little backup utility. I'm gonna see. I haven't. You see, because I, I've I've gotten lazy. Um, it doesn't run via cron or anything. It it just it chugs along. But one of the things that it allowed you to do was any time that oh no, that was that was that was a planned feature. The thing was anything that you wanted to keep in terms of your software stack you could add it super fast just via the command line because I do everything by the command line um, to the list of stuff that if you know blah and then it did a ton of shit in terms of pulling all of the information from everywhere and making sure that everything got and it, then it packaged it all up into a nice big tar file um, that was not huge. It would be like you know, fucking you know, quarter of a gigabyte, It'd be like two hundred and fifty megabytes or whatever of information, um, and that would be all of the stuff that you would install. That was the thing. That's what it did. Anything that you had changed from the original installation, it actually created a list of that stuff and then created a single one-liner that would reinstall all of it. So right now, which I, I have not, I because I didn't run it because I was, I was so freaked out because I thought that I was having a fucking drive failure 
Um, which would have been absolutely horrible. That would have been bad. It would have been very bad. Because drive failures suck. That would mean that I would need to go in there with a flashlight and figure out, because my my SATA cables are all tangled up and the drives are not in exact order in the stack inside of the machine inside of the cage um but I didn't have to do that and we're more or less back but I can't get um Mortal Kombat 10 for instance to recognize my controller uh but everything else seems to work fine uh Valheim works Doom Eternal I've had some problems with uh but yeah, avoid NVIDIA 465 until that is on their webpage. I don't care what your operating system updater says. Do not install that until on NVIDIA.com download driver <coughs> thing until that says that that is their production driver that's recommended. Do not install 465. Right now we're running 460 again. But it was a fucking process. It was a nightmarish process because my first instinct is to preserve that entire system. You know, that operating system that I had because it had all these tweaks. But more or less, it, this was one of the less painful catastrophes. It did mean that I lost three days of playing video games, which is tragedy. So cheers. There you go. That's this week's episode. Uh, yeah, only two things about video games. But next week we will have big news about the project that we're currently rolling out. Big fucking news. Cuz like I said, there was a thing that I was working on in that uh in my uh HTML this development stack that I put together and I was working on that little project inside of there. And you will hear all about it next week. Cheers, go get your shots, motherfucker. And if you know someone who is, like, vaccination hesitant or whatever, tell them, it's cool, go get the shot. It's not going... Go get your shot. Go get your shot. Don't die. On that, we're kicking ass. Cheers, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh. Four or five times. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. This is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. 
you're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.